0: Welcome to Annesbrook Church. We hope this message empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annesbrook.co.nz for a service near you. A point number 2 I want to make today is that there's no clear-cut map, but Christ is our compass. Now this point here always racks me off, because I'm a dude that likes process, all right? I'm always saying to the team that works with me, uh, we need the process in place to make sure that we actually uh, get this correct. Uh, one of my tutors, when I studied, said this to me, you don't manage people, you manage processes, and then processes ensure that that we get the right outcomes. So I get really annoyed by this point, that there's no clear-cut map, at Christ is our compass. So here we find ourselves back in our key scripture where Thomas is saying just show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Just show us the way, just show us that you are God and then just tell us the way to go. But then Jesus just says, no, no, I am the way. So it's not about what clear cut steps are we gonna follow, but it's about who is actually gonna help us in the steps that we need for our life. Because the difference for my, the steps for my life different from the keys that Matthew's got for his life or Steve's got for his lives. Now we've got some commonality amongst it all but we're gonna face some individual challenges that's gonna require us to go that way. Um, It's not about what we do but it's about who we're following that matters and this will lead us to the river. This will lead us to our source that will actually help us actually find exactly what we need to do in our life. Um, it's fascinating when I read back through the Bible and we look at Leviticus and we look at all the rules that were laid out for the Levites and the rest of it. You weren't allowed to have goatees. Um, you weren't allowed to um, eat um, animals with hooves on them, which means pork, and I, I love pork. Um, we're not allowed to um, uh, eat grasshoppers. That's a really weird rule. I don't know why God had to say that, <laughs> but he did. It, it, anyway, it's, been, it's now a simplified faith. It just comes back to this, love God and love people. That's a very simplified truth, right? So who are we following? It's just about loving God, loving people. We often just want to be told what to do. uh, But God just said, follow me and don't, overthink it. It's amazing, sometimes you get an employee that uh, you, know, you employ them and they get the very intuitive in nature and they know exactly what to do next. And then there's the other employee that you employed that just wants to know, tell me every single step of the way. We've got to graduate past being told every single step of the way, right? We've got to graduate into actually being able to follow what it is that's happening in our life at the time. So I'd say this, be with Jesus, be like Jesus and do what Jesus did. This is discipleship. In our scripture that we read this morning, there's a lot of confusion uh, because not every step is clear cut, but Christ is solid within that. Uh, learning is a little bit more organic than that. We've got the course right, but then we've got the learning. So the course is like the theory of everything that we're doing then the learning is actually what we're actually gonna do on the ground. So, so important. Uh, number three, I'd say this. A disciple not only becomes like the person they are following, but they also lead others who are following in their footsteps. So a disciple not only becomes like the person that we're following, but we are also leading people with us. In fact, Paul put it this way. He said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. In 1 Corinthians 11, verse one and two, he said, you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. And I am so glad that you always keep me in your thoughts and that you're following the teachings I pass on to you, that you're still doing this. It's both transformation and transforming others as well. And here's the the key point about this. You may be the only Jesus that somebody gets to see. In your workplace, in the place where you live, in the school that you go to, you may be the only person that that they get to see that's just like Jesus. So the the point is, you probably can't take the time to teach them the fundamentals of Christianity. You may not be able to do that, but you can show them the love of God in those moments. So, so important. Uh, Followers these days are can be incredibly fickle. You can be cancelled at any time, right? So we've got this business that we run and we've got this, this page called Under the Hood Barbecue. We've got uh, between Instagram, Facebook and uh, YouTube, We've got around about 15,000 followers. And we know that at this, I could say anything at any one time where I could get cancelled. They could just go, that's it, it's gonna happen. In fact, it nearly happened uh, when we got back from the pandemic and we got back from Melbourne and we had to go and um, we got back, we were allowed to go and live in the community. But um, people saw that we'd been in Melbourne and we lost about 100 followers overnight because we'd been out and about just doing our thing. We'd been Instagramming about it. And people were just like, there was a lot of fear at that. At time. So they basically About 100 people canceled us and just said that's it we're, we're gone. Here's the point though is that when things are tough I mean as I say in this day and age when things are tough what are we going to do? How are we going to lead people? You know the other night I had a really big challenge to really be thinking about this and I decided on a page we don't talk uh, too much about God on our page people get to see that we are Christian they see what we do through it and we have a lot of discussions with people behind the scenes about it but they're there for the meat journey they're there for the cooking journey but the other night I just decided I'm just going to actually tell people what I think the deal actually is. So I decided, well, what what is the actual answer here for people? Well, to my view, to our view, the way is Jesus is the answer. So I actually on my page in front of these 15,000 people said, how are you doing? Had a poll, number one. Hundreds of people responded, loads of people on zero uh, out of 100. One people, uh, loads of people on 100. And then I just said, look, I just believe that God's actually, uh, you might not believe in this, but God's actually the way that we need to, uh, that will actually help your problems. And then I just prayed for people online. I actually outright prayed for people and said, God, would you just move? And it was absolutely fascinating to me that even that people that weren't religious, weren't Christian, came to me and said, man, I'm not religious in any way, shape or form, but I just respect what you just did there. And we actually had nobody cancel us, which was quite amazing. I was prepared for it. I was waiting for this cancel culture. But, but who are we following? Are we really representing Jesus in what we do? Are we trying to hide it? Are we trying to just be like, man, I don't want to be like a, a, a clanging gong, so I'm just not going to bother talking about this at all? Or are we prepared to step up and actually do this? Now, before you know it, or not, whether you know it or not, discipleship's happening all of the time. It's happening every single day. In fact, when I was preparing this message, I was at Raglan Roast, um, having a coffee because coffee is the answer to all good things. And um, when I was having this coffee, I happened to be on the same table with another uh, couple of guys that were chatting, and um, I thought to myself. I think they're having a pastoral care. I think this guy's a Christian, and um, and then the more they talked, I realized, oh no, it's not actually a uh, a pastoral care meeting because number one, there was a lot of swearing. Uh, and I just, I'll just i be honest, I just wanted to join in when that happened. <laughs> Anybody else? No, nobody else? Okay, just me, all right. And, um, and there wasn't a lot of wisdom actually coming forward either. It was like this guy was giving some shocking answers. I wanted to jump in and actually tell him to calm down and stop giving that advice. But what was happening in that moment was he was actually giving, he was actually discipling the guy. Discipleship is happening all over the show. So the question is, who are you leading disciple you, and who are you discipling, and what are we actually doing with it in this? Who are the people that actually spoken to your life at one point in time? Whereabouts those words still ring true to you, but you need to, like Graham said last week, shut them off now. Maybe those words were spoken over you and they weren't actually correct. Maybe there was somebody who discipled you that didn't actually lead you in the right way. Maybe you've actually been raised in a way that actually you need to shut that thing down now. And who were the people that spoke life over you that told you you could do it, you are enough, you can do more than everything? Because those are the people that you wanna listen to. Uh, When I was younger, I had a mate of mine uh, who I looked up to. And this is really important because we become like those that we hang out with. It's as simple as that. Uh, he had been to, this mate of mine, he'd been to YWAM, he was doing the Certain Sounds tour, he was one of the singers in the band, he was a dancer, um, and I was starting to spend every day with him, every part of my day I was starting to spend with this guy, love the dude, really cool guy. I thought to myself he'd be my best man at my wedding. He did not even end up getting an invite to the wedding. Um, But anyway, he turned out that what I thought he wanted the best for me, he actually wanted the best out of me. And he started to encourage me to skip school and he started offering uh, me marijuana, and he started um, taking me to the nightclubs and getting me to drink, and all of these sort of things. He actually took me away from church and away from God. You see, I was raised in a pastor's home, but I looked out for these other things, for these areas of acceptance, and these, these, these answers I just felt that I needed. So I looked at this guy who I thought was going to help me out, and it turns out that this guy... Uh, he, he was actually uh, convicted of sexual assault on three women. And that was happening right at the time where he was kind of taking me under his wing and discipling me. Well, what ended up happening with me, this is how I ended up getting free, was one night I'd been out at the nightclubs and um, I would have been all about 16. And what happened was, was I was found on the street, almost passed out drunk in the curb. He'd left me there. And um, a friend of mine, Uh, who I'd grown up with, well, he was a lot older than me. He would have been a youth pastor for us. Didn't go to the current church that we were in. Uh, He found me and said, let's meet up this week and let's talk. So he brought me into his office and I was so offended by the thing that he said to me at the time. But this is what he said, and I remember it so clearly. Um, But this talk changed my path forever. He said, Dave, if you're gonna hang out with the pigs and if you're gonna eat with the pigs and drink with pigs, guess what? You're gonna end up becoming a pig. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this is so offensive. I had no idea what this dude was doing at the time. No idea that my friend was out there doing all this sort of stuff. But uh, he said this, he also said this, but I know that you're not that person. I know that you're made to soar. I know that you're made to absolutely become something far greater than this. And it's actually interesting because I know of a family of, of two brothers and they were brought up in the same upbringing, exactly the same upbringing. Now, one of them went on to become a successful businessman and he went on to do absolutely amazing things. And the other brother actually ended up going to prison, was actually convicted of six different um, uh, crimes and he ended up spending a lot of time in prison, really struggled to get his life back on track. What the difference was, was, who these two brothers were hanging out with. Uh, One of the brothers uh, was actually present that night. I don't even remember a number of years ago up in the Maitai where somebody got shot and got murdered up there. Um, He was there that night. That was the crew he was hanging out with. And that brother ended up walking a different path. The same foundation, the same upbringing, just making a difference in terms of who they were spending time with and what they were going to do. Now, it's no accident today that you've actually arrived at church and that you've chosen your Sunday morning to be here this morning because you've actually chosen this morning, I'm going to follow God or I'm gonna, at least in a seeking moment of trying to follow God. And if that is as you this morning, I want to pray that God would honour you, honor you for that. I'm just going to invite the band to come up right now because I'm just going to wrap up this whole, this whole message, this whole thought, just by asking you some simple questions. Number one, are you convinced this faith in Jesus that you've got is authentic in your own life? Are we actually that convinced and that convicted of it? When I saw the other day all those people telling me that they were like a zero out of 10, and I thought, well, what is the actual answer for them here? Well, the actual answer is Jesus, right? So that's my core belief. So I then had a decision. Am I gonna say that? Am I gonna pray for them? Or am I just gonna sit there and give them some self-help motivational stuff? And I thought, no, nope, I'm actually gonna give them the actual truth. So that's actually what I did. And then, honestly, I'm telling you, dozens and dozens of people reached out and said, that was just for me, or that was just really Im- impacting for me. Okay, are you, are you convinced this faith is authentic in your own life? Number two, who are we letting shape us? Who are we letting shape us? Discipleship, as I said, is happening all of the time. Are you listening to the right are you listening to the right voices? Are you watching the right YouTubes? Are you listening to the right uh, speakers? Are you spending time with the right people? When you need advice, are you going to that person that's got no clue or the person that you're know that you just not sure about or are you going to the person that's gonna give you a God answer? Are you coming to the person who's gonna stand with you and believe with you and pray with you? Are you not listening to the person that gives you the answer that you want or the answer that you need? I mean, it was so offensive to me at the time. I thought this guy was amazing. But this guy saying, if you're gonna eat like the pigs, you're gonna drink like the pigs, eat like the pigs, you're gonna be a pig I just thought this is just crazy but are you with that right person number three uh the last question I want to ask you is who's is the person uh who has raised you up in your faith that you should go and say thanks to who's that person you should make a coffee to have with this week who's the person that you're going to allow into your life to do that and then on the flip side Who else are you going to have a coffee with this week or spend some time with this week to actually spend some time with them? Now, you don't need to become a guru overnight. You don't need to become anything special. All you can do is just spend time with them. Look out for the questions they're asking. See if you can answer them. And if you don't know the answers, help find an answer for them. As simple as that. I used to think that this discipleship journey was clear cut. That if I just followed a process, it would get me there. But I discovered that this journey is often less clear cut. It's a journey into the unknown. But one thing is for sure, Christ is our foundation. Christ is our compass. And He puts people in our world that can help shape us. And He puts people in our world to shape us. Who's that person that you've been shunning because they've been giving you the advice you don't like? Maybe you should go back and actually thank them and say thank you so much for standing with me and being with me anyway. Anyway, here's the real crux. Will you continue to centre your life on Christ and all He is? Remember, His ways are better than our ways. And will you trust Him yet again, even in your disappointments? I just want to just shut our eyes right now. Because Lord God, right now, I just want to pray. I just want to pray, Lord God, that for anybody right now who's facing a difficult moment, Lord God, I pray that You would give them the right direction. Even sometimes it's not clear cut. I thank you, Lord God, that you can just do more than we can ask or think or hope for. I pray, Lord God, that you would bring the right people into their life, Lord God, to speak into them. Thank you, Lord God, that you can bring about life change, Lord God, I just thank you, Lord God, for that. Lord God, I just wanna thank you, Lord God, that you're gonna do that. Lord God, I pray for the person that right now is and feels like they're in the best space of their life. I pray, Lord God, that you would help them to reach out and help other people. Lord, I also pray that, you'd, that you would continue to bless them the way that you are right now. And Lord God, right now I just want to thank you for that in your mighty name Jesus. And right now we're just gonna sing this song I wanna. You- we hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at infoannisbrook.co.nz or visit our website.